Welcome to the Uncut Chronicles. I'm Crystal. I'm Andy. And we are coming to you with information and topics every day, such as culture, trending topics, shit your mammy probably don't need to hear. So come on in with us so we can share more with you about our day. Hey, everybody, we are back with another fun edition of the Uncut Chronicles. I'm Crystal. I'm Andy. And today we are talking to you again. We have another great conversation, y'all. We are talking about Polly with the kids, Polly with the good kids, you know. Um, what we're doing is having this conversation with you. You want to hear about how this is working. We know there's, this is a trending topic. People are talking about how to live this way, how it's impacting their lives. And what do y'all think? What you think, Andy? I think it gets real complicated when you got kids and you bringing them in to a poly lifestyle. And this is my personal opinion. Now, I'm pretty sure people got their varying opinions about that. But bringing little John John and Sally Sue in with your kids, I don't know. I don't know about that. I think that's kind of tough. And then some people can say, What's, you know, it's no different than meshing to like a blended family together. Which is true, but at the same damn time, how do you explain that lifestyle to your kids? Like, I went from it being mommy and daddy to mommy, 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 daddy, maybe another daddy and another mommy. How do you explain that? Like, I I don't see how you could possibly explain that to your kid and how to mesh that all together I don't know how do you do that Mm, okay so I think from my observation what I've seen is I've seen where okay um, you know Shay meets Larry they are dating they like each other they decide they want to be Polly maybe one of them they both already have children they decide okay we want to bring a third partner in they mesh their two families maybe their third partner has kids maybe they don't and then from there they introduce themselves as a family if they've been together for a while. I don't think it happens like overnight, but I think that you date for a while, you meet the person, they let they see if the interaction between the two adults is hitting. And then once that develops into something long-term, then I think what I've seen is that they then like basically introduce that person to their children, like a little bit at a time, teaspoon doses, like, hey, I'm going to be meeting, you know, Miss, you know, Miss Sarah, and she's really sweet, and you guys want to let you meet my friend, and that's it. It doesn't go any further than that. They just meet and say hello, and they see this person. So they, they become familiar. They maybe go on play dates, this person, movies, and then it's the other way around as well. What you think? No? I mean, because I would think, I have to think from a mind of a child where I'm like, okay, yeah, Miss Sarah, your friend. And if that relationship goes that way where, you know, you might be romantically involved with the other partner. Yeah. Y'all was just on a play date. Why y'all kissing in the mouth? What just happened here? Like, hello? I thought Miss Sarah was your friend. And you told me we don't kiss friends in the mouth. So what are you doing? (laughs) 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 Um, Okay. Okay. And so then what happens if you introduce Miss Sarah as your girlfriend? And then that's different. And that's when, like, how do you navigate these questions with the child? Like, okay, well, now, you know, Miss Sarah, me and Miss Sarah are romantically involved. And they're like, well, hold on. Well, you and Mr. Ray romantically involved, too. So what is this? What is this? What's going on here? How do you navigate that with, with adding kids into the mix of that? 
like I I feel like I mean and I don't know I don't know this is just what I think like I just think it would just if the kid wasn't already exposed to that lifestyle I could see how conflicting that would be from going from a two-parent home to like a four or five parent home or something like what the fuck is going on here are you okay matter of fact who has the who has 100% custody over me because I'm finna go like what <laughs> What the fuck? Well, why are you looking at the negative? Like, what if the kid enjoys it? What if the kids enjoy it because it's more adults to have fun with, more people to play games with, more people to cook dinner, more people to share the fun with and the experience? And you go to school, you got all these people showing up cheering you on. Like, what if there's more positives to it? Just asking. Well, I could see that. Like, if the child was an only child, no. Let let's let's make it let's make it saucy. Let's make it two or three kids. Ooh, shit. And now you have an extra two adults in the house. I think it depends on the dynamics of the household you came from. All right. So if it's a married couple and they happen to bring in two more people. Mm-hmm. So it's an established home with order and everything. They're a married couple. They have three children, maybe four. I don't know. Making it up. And then they bring in two more people. Yeah, I think it depends on the dynamics of the household. Because if I came from a, a household where I was neglected, mm-hmm. especially like emotionally as a child, yeah. I would appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Because that means whatever my parents couldn't give me, this other parent can give me, mm-hmm. um, and I and I appreciate that. Um, if I came from a household where it was all about me, 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 and you adding two more people, get the fuck out. Um, so I, I just feel like it just depends on the dynamics of the household that the child comes from, which I feel like maybe in that lifestyle, it's really important to not just communicate with your partners, but communicate with your children in that lifestyle so that you're also understanding emotionally, mentally, physically what they need to and who you're bringing into the family. And I feel like, I mean, probably people do have these conversations, but I feel like most don't because if you hear like a lot of these kids that grow up, like, especially um, like sister wives, while they all know each other and they're all a blended family, they're not very close. And I didn't know that. Like, I thought, like, you know, all y'all growing up together, y'all about 50, 11 of y'all, y'all might be pretty close. They're not. And they tell you these stories about how, you know, the like, Cody's never a good dad. He's not a good dad. He's not present. He's not e- a, you know, emotionally intelligent parent. Um, me and my, you know, me and my siblings fall out. And then not sibling fall out. Like, we fall out, fall out because you're being raised completely different than I am and we're not meshing here or, you know, in Cody's situation, he plays favorites. Like Robin brought in her two kids from her marriage. Well, he favored those two kids over the 511 he ain't already prior had. I wonder what he likes so much about her because I still haven't found it. I'm not saying she's a bad person. I just haven't seen it. I think she's a bad person. But um, what makes her bad? I Because she's very manipulative. This and, is true. And I think that her thing with Cody is, and I and I feel like this, and I'm pretty sure like a lot of sister wife watchers agree with this. She liked being the favorite wife because she bows down to Cody. She's very um, submissive to whatever Cody says. And in Cody's words, she's very loyal to him. Cody is never talking about anything. Cody is not showing up enough. I just can't be loyal to no fool, honey. You can't you can't drive the ship and think I'm just going to take it off the edge of the earth. I'm busy. Yeah. I'm not here for any of that. I'm not impressed with his shenanigans with that being said. Um, mm-mm. Okay, so, so you're not sure if bringing children into it works. 
And so my question is, you don't think, I mean, I know two women right now, a lot of you not, and they have two men in the home with them and their children. How's that working out for them? Listen, them sisters look mad comfy. And they have kids. They had kids before these partners, and now one of them has a child with one of the new partners, I believe. Mm -hmm. So it's two men, one woman, in a house of children and living life. Well, let me be the contrarian here. What in those like relationships, so I think it's polyandry. Mm-hmm. What do you do when you don't know who the father of the child is? Because I've I've actually watched this scenario play out. And while the other partner was content, like I don't need to know who the father of the baby is because I'm fine with it. Like I'm I'm that's still my child at the end of the day. The other partner could not live comfortably in that house without knowing if that's his child. Uh, see, I feel like these conversations have to be had early in the game because if not, and that's important, you got to know that stuff up front. We can't be having no surprises. I'm just not here for that. I feel like people, like, it goes back to that, you know, prior conversation we have where people, it's easy to say, like, I would never do this. I would never do that until you're in that situation. So I feel like if they had this conversation, if they did have this conversation prior, he probably was like, okay, 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 okay. And then it got down to it and was like, wait a minute, I'm not okay with this. How do you, how do you navigate that? Like they were trying to reassure him and everything. I'm, it's a little late in the game to be talking about, I'm not okay with it. Like that's some bull. You was okay when you was pop locking and dropping it. You was okay with it when we were all going to sleep. You were okay with it when we were eating. Like you were okay in everything until after we got pregnant. You should have been voted off the island a long time ago. Sorry. Because <laughs> I would, I mean, essentially, like, if I was a woman, that would, like, drive me crazy. Because then it's like, well, now I don't want to procreate with you because you're always going to question every time if it's your baby or not. And you're going to drive me up a wall. And I don't want to deal with that. And then it's like, it's almost like you're, you're low-key planning your escape, if that makes sense. Because you need to know who you're responsible for or who you may or may not take with you if you leave this relationship. So are you really in it for the long haul? Mm-mm. And he did bring up some valid points. He said, you know, what if something happens where we need to find a match for the child and or, you know, something happens to the child medically and we need to figure out who the father is because they might be the best match. And that's how the child finds out who their, you know, biological father is. And the other dad's kind of responsible. It's like, why does it matter? Yeah. He was like, if we're a big family and we're both dads to this child, you know, you who me or you being biological to the child doesn't take away from the impact that we had on raising this child together so I'm like how do you even deal with that like with women with you know it's easy like I I'm if you've been with one person in those type of relationships like everybody like Cody everybody know Cody the baby daddy regardless but um with women in polyandry how do you like navigate that when you have multiple partners in your household and you do become pregnant Listen, she just pregnant. And I was like, what you going to do? She was like, we fine. Oh. They know the rules. Everything is fine. Because one of them is paying, the, one guy's paying the other guy's cell phone bill. It's really interesting. I feel like polyandry kind of works a little better if you're with the right partners. Listen, these ladies are just your average ladies laying up, living up, chilling. I when I tell you there is... So there's something very relaxing about that lifestyle. It's not for me, but it looks comfy. 
Like it it doesn't look like it's long-term comfortable. It's just short-term hood shenanigan comfortable. Like I'd be okay with that. You know, one of them doesn't have teeth. So clearly a lot of things don't matter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when I tell you, baby, I was like, uh, what y'all say? And they was like, yup. And I was like, is that true? And she was like, yes. And I was like, I'm sorry. I, Do I, I need to get all these removed first? Is that a requirement? No pearly whites? What? what? Because what, what are is, we doing? Yes, ma'am. I lie to you not. And they're all under the age. I think, well, are they under the age of 40? All of them, I think so. With no teeth? Crystal. I promise you I'm not exaggerating. You know, I can't, I'm sorry. I can't see the visual because I don't want you down there gumming down <laughs> my clit. And I'm just sitting over there like... I said it's her, not him. The hymns, the sirs. Oh, they got the teeth. They have teeth. She doesn't have the teeth. No. They having the time of their motherfucking life. And they look and they look content. The kids look content. Cause they have the and it's just like we cool. She right. I believe her a thousand percent. I, I was it. like, whoa, wait a minute. Is there a membership for this? Like, what did you just, I know you lying. They was like, no, we're not. No, we're not. And I was like, she was like, they know. And I was like, what? The men are having the time of their life. Mm-hmm. They're having the time of their life. Mm-hmm. No teeth? She said, he got to go sleep over there. It's his turn to sleep over here. Oh. See, that would kind of be my thing. Like, I was... I was having a conversation with my partner the other day and um, I was talking about the, you know, part one that we had. And I was saying, like, my only thing that it would probably drive me up a wall is the, like, non-sexual aspect of the relationship. Like, I can't rest in my bed knowing y'all are laced, locked toes together, booty cheeks touching in the bed, giggling, laid up watching TikToks together. Like, I would be by the door with my hand on the door like <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute I you, you sweating people out but you're emotionally needy I am <laughs> I know you lying I am very emotionally needy Pimps cannot be emotionally I, needy I, and I told him I said the sex wouldn't bother me the sex wouldn't bother me get out of here but knowing y'all in the bed with y'all toes laced together like this <laughs> Nice. I would be sliding down the wall, throwing up, about to throw my wig off, because I'd be like, how could you? How could you lay toes with her? care like the sex I don't care like I can hear y'all ooh, ooh, ooh. I'd be like okay well, I hope y'all having the time of y'all life but knowing afterwards y'all did this <laughs> locked y'all toes together and y'all playing footsies and y'all sticking together in the bed like sticky tape like velcro so the connection to another human being that's emotional is hard I, I can't, for you I can't take you it. can't share emotional connection I cannot because I would be like, are you crazy? But what if, okay, but what if you had two two or three men's assists and they were all willing to share you 
And so you're telling me that you can't have an emotional connection with all of them? I don't know. <gasps> I don't know. And so I, you just want to be a hot mama? You just want to have the man candies? I would. But I would be like, I would feel so betrayed. I would be feel like I'm betraying my other partner because I'd be like, yeah, we did lace toes together. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my like, god! I would feel bad. But like, physically, I don't care. Like, I really don't care and I and I think that's just how I'm wired because I'm like you can have sex with anybody and it can mean absolutely nothing to you but when you after the aftercare part of it you start doing aftercare my chest start hurting talking about it like I'm, what aftercare do you mean? is serious business y'all it, like, it is really the everything you gave her one of my red Gatorades <laughs> <laughs> not you man she got electrolytes <laughs> Damn, she can't have electrolytes? Like, you couldn't just get that bitch a bottle of water? Like, that's crazy. (laughs) See, I think I'd be totally different. I think I'd be like, oh, okay. Like, what do you like? Like, what's your future? Like, I like talking to people. I like bonding. So, like, that doesn't spaz me out at all. And then the intimacy, similar to what you said, was the humping good or no? (sighs) Did you love it? Did you have a little thing you like? Well, that is great. And then y'all hanging out. That's cool. Because deep in my soul, I know I'm going to hang out better. Maybe that's the problem. Like, I know my ability to connect with people is top tier. So I'm really not concerned about whatever Brianna's over there doing with you. And so, but I'll tell you this. I, I will be the supreme at it. And it's not even a competition. I just know my capabilities. Ugh. So that's why I look at it, and I'm like, "Oh, well, that's good. You had you had a connection because that connection will never be like this connection because I'm I'm different. I'm different. I'm, I'm like I'm like the spider girl of all spider things. Like I can I got I'm throwing all eight out at all times. So you know I don't know, but you're hilarious with this. You better not get it right. Like I can't. Like I and I and I kind of like I understand that because but then my problem also would be I wouldn't want you to talk about it with me. And what? that and that's the issue that I'm like, okay, maybe this is not for me. It's not. I'm like, you came back and told me like, yeah, and then you know, me and Brianna sat up and we played this game and we watched this show. You did what? <laughs> like my past, I had Brianna in a pretzel. You was upset that we sat and held hands and watched Netflix together. Yes, yes, I am. So just fuck the pretzel girl. Yeah, just fuck the pretzel girl. But you, but the Netflix was about to say that's it. So she cannot put her head in his lap because that's just too much for you. I can't. And that's why I say we couldn't live together. Like I couldn't live. I couldn't do it unless like maybe if I maybe if I was romantically involved with Brianna too, I could probably be OK. OK. I can okay. say that. I could. Okay. I would probably be OK. But if it was him strictly being involved, like romantically involved. Yeah. So your platonic friends were her, but he's romantically involved with both of you. It's a no go. No. Because emotionally, you can't tap I can't take it. I'll be in there throwing up every day. They'd be like, where's Andy at? (laughs) I'll be in the bathroom, like, the players club. Ebony like, him up against the wall like Cousin Faith and Soul Food. That ain't no. the shit that send you over. It's the fact that they, they held hands. Girl, leave me alone. <laughs> I you leave me the I hell alone. I can't take it. I can't take it. <laughs> like, I could not walk in the room. Hey, y'all want breakfast? And y'all laid up like this giggling at TikTok. I would have closed that door. But... <laughs> I cannot 
believe it, y'all. Listen, pimp down. It's, it's not for her. I, you guys, I was not prepared for this today. I did not know she was going to say that. And I'm telling you right now, she better not go on no hedonism cruises, no trips. She ain't going to make it, y'all. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. You have to be prepared. I don't know. For me, I'm a little more into relationships with people. So I feel like I don't think it would have the same impact. But I don't know. I can understand why the emotional connection might be an issue for you. That's not my struggle. But I think for me, it's more of like when I don't feel like respected. Mm. If I don't feel respected, all hell will break loose. And I mean, break loose fast. Oh, yeah. So be respectful. Don't try to like, don't try to dismiss my feelings. Don't try to act as if I didn't say something or you didn't possibly do something that could be perceived differently, even if it wasn't intentional. Let's just talk about it. That's when, that's when I start coming unglued. So I think that would be difficult for me. And I feel like if you can't master one partner, you damn sure don't need more than one. Mm-mm. And that's Mm-mm. why I'm like, I'm with you on the respect factor. Because then, and then like, that's the why you have to have those boundary talks. Mm-hmm. Because like for me, I better not see y'all lace toes together. But I mean, what if you don't like giving Gawk Gawk 3000, but then she does? Listen, she's picking up the slack. Okay. And, and I'm okay Cons- with consider that. her attempt. It's just a job. I'm okay with that. But you better not give her no Gatorade afterwards, especially not mine. Give her a bottle of water. Do not give her my Gatorade. Because now I feel disrespected because you know that's our thing. That's my Gatorade. That's my thing. Okay, sure. You can put parameters in place like that if yeah. that was for you. But I mean, and that's just me. I know I'm crazy, but that's just me. But I'm like, listen, you have to gush over me. Listen, if you're not stalking like the paparazzi a little bit. I can't. That's the only way I, I can mm-hmm. accept it. Nope. That's why I, I tell people all the time and they don't agree with me. And I'm like, no, you really, no, seriously. The person that's pursuing you, they have to like you more than you like them. I'm telling you. They ha- that's the only way that is going to work. If you're not melting over me. If when I come in and you don't light up like I'm like the sunshine of your life, yeah. it, it's not going to hit right. I'm telling you, if you're not like in a, like just in trance with me and just because I've learned there's something very beautiful about people who have a very deep connection. They can predict each other's needs. They're close. They enjoy seeing each other. They're happy. They're friends. Like it's a very deep seated connection. If you don't have that kind of connection, I'm not sure how Polly anything, Polly Anna, Polly May, Polly Amory, Polly Andrew, Polly anything, none of it's going to work for you. Okay. Little Polly Pip stockings, none of that's going to work for you. Okay. Because you don't have a deep enough connection. So if you're not trying to, so like, if you're not trying to drink my essence, <laughs> baby, you ain't talking about nothing. Nothing at all. I can't even do it. Won't even stomach it, honestly, mm-hmm. because I'm like, what do you mean you're not obsessed with me? And I know some people be like, that's sick. Why would you want? No, it's I, beautiful. I need it. Mm-hmm. I need it. I need to know, like, you really would consider drinking my bath water. Like, I need to know that. Absolutely. Because what you're going to get in return is going to be so abundantly great. You're not going to go nowhere anyway. I mean, granted, you know, the whole drink your bath water has like a 10% chance of annoyance, but the 90% overrides the 10%. So we don't even care. It's arguments you're never going to have because they're like so much in love and obsessed with you. It's beautiful. I love it. I love it. And that's the only way I accept it. Like, if I even think remotely, you're not uh, just this much infatuated with Keep it pushing. Yeah. Keep it pushing. I can't do it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I need we you. We got you like, what you want to drink? What you want to eat? Never mind. I already know what you like to eat. Exactly. I need to know you're on the other end of that phone with your feet kicked up giggling when we're talking on the phone. <laughs> That's the... <laughs> That's so true. I 
need you to be like that when you're talking to me. I need to just hear you in there pacing the house talking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just went up the stairs. But yeah, I just, I need that type of energy from you. Yeah. If I don't get that, just go ahead and find somebody else. I'm sorry. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't. Well, you know, here at the Uncut Chronicles, we always give it to you raw and uncut. Uh, we learned a lot today, y'all. I mean, if you're not obsessed, if you're not down for the group, if they can't have your Gatorade, if they're not holding your hand, if the kids ain't in on it, clearly none of this is for us at this moment. So uh, it's a work in progress. Sorry. But, uh, you know, I'm Crystal. And I'm Andy. And we are always giving it to you raw and uncut. We'll talk to you later. Peace. Bye, guys. Don't let them lace those. Locked and loaded. <laughs> The Uncut Chronicles is part of the Breaking Ice Building Bridges community podcast platform brought to you by Possibilities.